Tell us what the process is like of writing a book like All Bleeding Stops. Well, it's funny that you mentioned uh, sculpting because I cannot and have never attempted to sculpt, and it would be, I think, way beyond my abilities. But much of what you described is similar to what happens with writing. Uh, sometimes you see what's going to happen and you can feel it and it flows and it feels so good and you can't wait to get the next word down. Uh, Other times I'm just lost. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. this isn't working and what I want to say I'm not saying and the things that I've said so far are not what I meant to say and I try and figure out what to do. And in my case, uh, I find that one of the things that helps me a lot is to step away for a bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of inspiration, going for walks or going for runs. Uh, Occasionally at night, I'll be falling off to sleep awake in the middle of the night and I keep a little pen and piece of paper near the bed so I can jot things down. And and I find that helps a lot. Hmm. Here's a question that I like to ask people that I've never met before to just get an idea of who they are. So if I met you at a party first time, this is what I would ask you. Michael Collins, Tell me your top five movies. I don't, favorite movies too hard, but what are your top five movies of all time? Well, uh, I have a big family, so I, most of the movies that I see or have seen over the last 30 years have been with kids. So I would say uh, The Princess Bride. I love that movie and the kids all loved it. Uh, The Quiet Man, an old John Wayne movie uh, where he goes back to Ireland. that, That was a favorite. Um, in more recent times, Gladiator, uh, the Russell Crowe movie. Um, those are the only three that come to mind right now. Uh, That's good. That tells me a little bit about who you are. Your Irish heritage, what does that mean to you? And traveling each year back to Ireland, what does that mean to you? Um, I don't mean to suggest that being Irish is any better than being Lithuanian or a Samoan Islander, uh, but it just happens to be what I am. And I revered my father and mother and my grandparents. So I'm proud and happy to be uh, what I am. And part of that is being Irish. Um, there aren't many people who, you know, my, it was my great, great grandfather who came over from Ireland. Now I have other uh, ancestors that were closer than that, but the one named Collins came over in the potato famine in 1847 wow. and has we all lived in the same part of the city. I live close to the same part of the city where my great-great-grandfather lived and his son and his son and my father. And so all those family connections are important to me. And, and so my ethnicity is as well. And as I said, I don't certainly don't think Irish people are any better than anyone else, but it is what I am. And so I like to explore it and I encourage my kids. Um, and I've taken them to Ireland and shown them where we're from and the, you know, the poverty that, that my great-great-grandfather escaped from and how lucky we are to live where we are and have what we have. I personally have been to Ireland twice in my life for two weddings to two very important people in my life. They come from a part of Ireland called Kilkenny. Uh, they're in a town called Molinavat, which if you blink, you go right through the town. They're dairy farmers and, uh, some of the nicest people I've ever met in my life are the Malone family uh, from Molinovat, Ireland. There's something beautiful about an Irish person, their sense of humor, the way they look at things. It's like going to Europe and realizing the Italians are just different than the French and the Germans and the Spanish. They just know how to live life, and I think it's their sense of humor and the way they look at things, and I think the same thing could be said for the Irish. The only problem with Ireland, I will tell you right now, is the food. It's terrible. 
And uh, <laughs> I had a buddy of mine who said, he, as he left Ireland, he wanted to put a sign up in the airport that said, get spices. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was never a problem for me because I grew up on, you know, the, the biggest spice on our table was salt. Uh, and so, you know, I, I did fine with the food there. And it is getting better, but there's no question. If you want to go somewhere for fine meals, uh, Ireland is not the place. Before I let you go, Dr. Collins, one last thought. Why do so many doctors feel like they've got to write? Um, it's an interesting question because so many have written and have written well. Uh, you know, Chekhov and Keats and Oliver Wendell Holmes and, and even in modern times, all the, the Richard Seltzer, uh, Oliver Sacks, Abraham Verghese. I, I think part of it is because as doctors, we have trained ourselves to see things in a different way. You know, we have to see things through the eyes of our patient to try and understand their pain and understand their problem. Um, and writers need to do the same thing. They need to step out of themselves and be able to look at life from a different perspective. Hmm. Uh, and that's what I try to do in my books is to explore not only for my readers, but for myself, too. I, I learn a lot in the writing of books. I could tell you this. I've not met you in person, but to just hear you speak right now, there is a kindness in your heart that the listener can appreciate. And to really tap into that further, reading your books will probably be that feeling that you can sense. You clearly have done great things with your life and helped a lot of total strangers and a lot of people. And for that, I thank you. And I really want to thank you for joining us this morning. It's, it's a real honor to be able to talk to somebody like you who walks the walk and talks the talk. Thanks so much, Dr. Collins. Well, I'm delighted to be on the show. And if you're ever in the Chicago, stop by. I will. I will. God bless you. And thanks for teaching me oh, about Stan yeah. Mikita. What a story. God bless you too. Thanks. Okay. All right, young man. That's the great Dr. Michael Collins, his new book, all bleeding stops. What a joy. All right, coming up next, I'll open the clinic. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Won't you hurry? Because I'm tired of these scenes. For a blue coin, won't you bring back all those colors to my dreams? Holy emoji, clap man. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's clapper vision. Breathe deeply. And advice to callers. On your toes, Robin. So like, follow, and enjoy. A wise decision. The Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating. 